Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the 10th of November, 2022. Church reformer Martin Luther is born in 1483. He was the eldest of several brothers. His father seemed to have been at the owner of copper mines and smelters and hoped his son would become a lawyer. The young Luther did not find much satisfaction in that path and tried philosophy which also did not work. His father was not happy with his choice to join a monastery. In fact, several accounts use words like furious. He considered the choice a waste of a good and expensive education. The monastic life did little to comfort the young Luther. The origins of the Marine Corps were passed by the Continental Congress on this day in 1775. The concept and some of the details may have been worked out, a few days earlier at Tun Tavern in Philadelphia. The Commonwealth of Kentucky outlaws dueling in 1801. It's not certain if that included feuding. The famous Hatfield and McCoy feud will take place on the Kentucky-West Virginia border. The McCoys live primarily in Kentucky. The winners get to write the narrative. Keep that point in mind. On this day in 1865, Confederate Major Henry Wirtz is hanged for war crimes during the Civil War. Wirtz was the superintendent of the Andersonville, Georgia prison camp. Andersonville is considered the worst of all the prison camps on either side. The issue may not have been completely Wirtz's fault. The camp was grossly overpopulated and supplies were scarce in the Confederate Army late in the war. The other point that is often overlooked is condition in Union POW camps. There were other war crime trials after the Civil War and convictions. Gottlieb Daimler demonstrates the world's first motorcycle in 1885. When we think of an armed overthrow of a government, the thought often goes to national governments. In 1898, a faction overthrows the duly elected city government of Wilmington, North Carolina. The entire affair was fueled by reconstruction policies and race relations. The Gideons International places the first Bible in a hotel room on this day in 1908. A Western Union cable office in Nova Scotia receives a top-secret coded message from the war front in Europe that all fighting will cease the next day at 11 a.m., ending World War I on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Nova Scotia, because the Canadian maritime provinces are physically closer to Ireland and the European continent. Cable traffic and airplane flights often enter North America there. Walt Disney begins informing the FBI on subversive activities in Hollywood in 1940. Country singer Donna Fargo is 77 today. Singer Dave Loggins is 75. Known for the single, Please Come to Boston, he gets credit for a long list of songs recorded by others as well. He is a distant cousin to singer Kenny Loggins. Dave shares a birthday with Greg Lake of Emerson Lake and Palmer. The North American numbering plan for telephone numbers is rolled out in 1951. The first decades of telephone service were primarily local or regional service. As the system grew, there was a need for standardization of the numbering schemes. AT&T was the elephant in the room and spearheaded the effort. The outcome was the present system we now use, complete with the 911 and other 11 numbers set aside. The 10-digit number we have now consists of the area codes, the central office codes, and the four-digit line number. In 1951, there were 86 area codes. Today, 320. 
President Dwight Eisenhower dedicates the Marine War Memorial, also known as the Iwo Jima Memorial, in 1954. The public television program Sesame Street airs for the first time in 1969. 1970, a significant sign, the Vietnam War is winding down. For the first time since 1965, there are no reported American combat fatalities for the week. One day earlier in 1975, the Great Lakes freighter Edmund Fitzgerald had departed Superior, Wisconsin with a full load of taconite pellets destined for Detroit, Michigan. On the afternoon of the 10th, the Fitzgerald and another ore boat following a similar course encountered near hurricane force winds and waves. Shortly after 7.10 p.m., the other ship lost radar and radio contact with the Fitzgerald. The exact reason for the sinking of the ship has never been determined, but theories abound. One says the ship designed for lake conditions broke apart in the large waves. Another says the heavily loaded ship was riding very low, having taken on excessive water, when a large wave caused the craft to nosedive into the bottom. In a strange twist of details, the lake is 555 feet deep at the site. The ship was 729 feet long. Explorers believe the ship may have been near vertical when it struck bottom, with 175 feet of the bow above the surface. Then the next summer, Canadian singer Gordon Lightfoot penned the haunting ballad that brought the tale to the fore of public knowledge. The song may be his best known in a very long line. The other ship of the day, the Arthur Anderson, turns 70 years old this year and still sails the lakes. Windows 1.0 is released in 1983. Lame by today's standards, the software was an improvement over command line designs of the day. Germans begin tearing down the Berlin Wall in 1989. In a technology-rich country, we are still counting ballots from Tuesday's election. Florida, you may recall, was at the center of an election controversy in the Bush-Gore election of 2000. The punch card system they used could be ideal in that it can be machine-counted, but retains a hard record of each voter. Florida's current system seems to have fixed the problems of two decades ago and might well serve as a pattern for other states. Certainly, Arizona and Nevada need to improve. It might be noteworthy that Florida is the third largest state in terms of population. That's History and Comment for the 10th day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.